The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too everybody, welcome to My Brother, My Brother, and Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm the baby, I almost said middlest, but I'm not, I'm You're the not. Littlest. I'm not the middlest, I'm Copyright infringement. Copyright infringer, copyright burglar, Griffin McElroy. Uh, we're back with another uh, episode of our advice podcast. It's a little late. It's been a kind of, it's been a day. It's been a few days. What, what happened? A, it's been a harrowing five days. Every okay, so let me give you my story real quick. Uh, Saturday morning is the day before my birthday, and oh my god, my baby is puking every hour on the hour. And babies are rad when they puke because, like, human beings, adult human beings, if they got puke, you see that look in their eyes, like, oh, oh god, oh god, not now. It's and happening make, again, and they look it's happening the again. They make this run for the bathroom. Uh, babies are just like sitting, watching little Einsteins, chilling, and then they're just puking on your chair, and you, and everything. And they don't really seem that, like, bent out of shape about it. How um, rough and raw is baby puke? Because they're pretty little. Is uh, it they, like in they, Son of the Mask? When I think a baby pukes one time, and it like comes out real fast and hard, and Jamie Kennedy is just like wearing it. It's weird, because you really have to help babies out. You know, like, you hear the thing about, you know, a real friend is somebody who holds your hair back while you puke. For babies, you just like upend them over the tub or something. It's like you're holding their whole body up so they could just get it all out. And then afterwards, instantly, so cool. Who's got milk? Who wants to chill? Yeah. I'm so um, good right now. I just want to step in here and say that if somebody comes in to like my zone while I'm yartsing, yeah, that is that is no friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife, my wife got real concerned about me because spoiler alert, I also had the yartses. This past weekend, oh my god, in the worst way, and she like came in to check on me. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? This is, I don't want anybody yeah, to share in this. It's a private <laughs> thing. If it, if a, it were up to me, if I if I were if I were yerping real hard, I want I would want my wife to like go outside the house, maybe like go down the block and yeah, like pretend yeah. like it never happened and she never knew it, and she um, came back in and I was in a tux like drinking a martini. <laughs> The next day uh, was my actual birthday, and Sydney got this thing, and then Charlie evolved to stage two of this disorder, in in which she just had like tactical nuclear shits, just like <laughs> absolute abominations of poop that were not constrained by diapers. Do not try to hold these in. It's just like a a a, a dump site, and I was there was a moment where, um, uh, is this I story was, about to get like? Ribbled. Yeah, it's like it's a little ribbled. Sydney ran in the bathroom to puke in that exact moment. 
Charlie took an Omega dump all over me, and I couldn't take her into the bathroom because Sydney was in there puking, so I had to hold my shitty baby close to me as we went down the stairs, and then I just climbed into the shower with her so we could wash the excrement off of both of us, and it's just like, happy birthday to me. This is 35. This is why I can be president now, because I've done this. This is this is why I'm qualified to lead the land. You know, on my birthday, which is the same day, I um, we put a mattress down on our fold-out couch, and I played Oblivion all day while we watched Thirty Rock and Parks and Rec on the computer. And Teresa just took a big dump on me. <laughs> just took a big dump on me. Ah, uh, and I made steaks and bacon and chicken sausages for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh Jesus! It was a good day. Um. I, I, I just wanted to interject here before people were worried that all of us had problems. I no, didn't have you, no problems. You did great. Friday, I got the worst food poisoning I've ever had in my life. And then I think I just like took that, put a little envelope, and overnighted it to my main girl, Chuck, and made sure that she sort of spread that whole thing around, that whole concept. And Justin, why didn't we record yesterday? Because then it was time for part three when I, <laughs> when I, I, I ate, like I had a terrible day on my birthday and I was trying to console myself with a few slices of reheated za uh, from my birthday party the night four. And uh, boy, Hachi Machi body did not like that. It woke me up at one in the morning. It's like, good news. I've been saving all of the things you've consumed today for one last curtain call. Everybody come on out. <laughs> Gatorade, flat Sprite, sausage, pepperoni, onion pizza. Everybody come out and take your curtain call. Come take your vow. You've earned it kids. This is your moment to shine, by which I mean be ejected into the bathroom at terminal <laughs> oh, velocity. God. Um, so yeah, I did that yesterday. That was me yesterday. I, I just and and we tell all you this not to not to yuck you out. We're not one of those yucky podcasts that like gets off on gross em ups. But we got a lot of tweets yesterday from people who were like, "Huh, can't help but notice you guys skip a day the day that Fallout Four comes out." I promise you, my dudes. It was a not that. No, I actually, I peeled myself away from Fallout 4 to record this very episode. You're welcome. Yeah. I, I couldn't even play Fallout 4. That's how sick I was. Oh, samesies. I was, I was curled I was, up in bed and I was watching like crazy, crazy, crazy old. We have, we have like, we don't have cable. We have like an antenna. And for some reason that antenna, one of like f- 12 channels we get, um, includes this channel called Buzzer. And it's all like super old, super shitty game shows, and they're really bad. And I didn't like watching them, but like it was here's just how, nice to nice to have them there. Here's how sick I was yesterday. I got to I had a moment yesterday where this is how sick I was. It's was pretty bad. Where I was laying there and just like on Netflix, chilling, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I should check out Supernatural. Like that's how sick I was. Yeah. Like that was that it was that level of sick. Did Maybe you? It's maybe really should, good. Maybe I should dip into Supernatural. I don't know. It's very good. I'm free now. I'm free of this disease. Now I just I'm, have a fever and can't eat anything without having Omega shits. Well, better than nothing. Better than nothing. I think you're in a pretty good headspace to produce some comedy. I'm. I'm. I think I'm tired of hearing about our gastrointestinal distress. Which you know means what I'm that- tired of hearing about? A fucking Chilean miners movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I dang. know. There's we are aware of it. We are aware of it. I know everybody has good intentions. It just tends to pile up. When I get 30 tweets in one day, like, have you seen this trailer? I don't even want to see a film about this that. Is, this is a, like our State of the Union address. We all have really bad diarrhea. And thank you all for your enthusiasm about the 33 
Um, we share it in varying degrees, but we don't need minute-to-minute updates, text message, Amber Alerts about the 33. Did y'all hear that ANTM might be coming back? Yes, okay, that's another, yes. Just want to go ahead and get that one out just there. Just get that one out there. I know ANTM might be coming back, but I'll, uh, the proof is going to be in the pudding, you guys, and the pudding is Usai. Yeah. Usai <laughs> is, is, is my pudding. And if he's not involved with the project, let me say this. Let me go out on a limb. You guys ready for a, a, a big old nuclear bomb? Yeah. Uh, for real, though? Fuck, Tyra. You can't be like, I think it's time. I think it's time we pull the plug. Oh, is it time we pull the plug after three seasons? Yeah, three seasons Like it seems like a good time after letting boys in the house for a scant three seasons. Let's pull the plug. Let's got to take them off life support. Are you sure? Because they're a baby. They were just born. But yeah, let's go ahead and take them off life support. I guess this newborn healthy baby. That's like running around and jumping and doing stunts and stuff. Let's go ahead and unplug the machines and stuff from this healthy three-year-old baby. Good plan, Tyra. You can't be like that and then be like, actually, let's see if uh, let's see if we can get a streaming. No, Tyra, you can't get a streaming. It's not your project anymore. It's you size project. <laughs> You've lost all rights because you've you lost all rights emotions. to the project. You fucked me one too many times, Tyra. Have all your they, makeup back. They let boys in the house. Yeah, Imagine if you let there. boys in the house via the process of adoption. You yeah. let boys into your house, your own uh-huh. house. And then after three years, you decided you would kill the boys? That's yeah. a crime. Hi. Yeah. Ma- maybe I'm just in the different America from you all. That's a crime. Yeah, it's not my America. And you certainly can't be like, boys, three years, great years, lots of jumps and stunts. And I like how great you all modeled and you added a really weird and profound sexual energy to the show, to the house, I mean. But anyway, I have to kill you now. Oh, wait, hold up. What's that? Hold up. What's that? Oh, no, never mind. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to see if I can get you on streaming. I might kill you in the morning. Those boys ain't going to look at you the same way. Let's do a a question. Let's do a question. This is definitely, definitely going off the rails. The other day I was picking up my slider. Can we just not do any fucking food questions? I will give you anything. Didn't even think about that. You can do it. This one's not about food. Okay. That that was not Justin's mouth. That was a stomach flange. The other day I was picking up sliders from one of my favorite takeout places. The total was $7.99, which meant that I got a penny back after paying $8 cash for my meal. I stood up there for a minute, not knowing if I should keep the penny or throw it in the tip jar on the counter. I felt like either action was cheap and chintzy, but is one better than the other? Brothers, help me. What would you do? That's from a penny saved or a penny spurned, which is a pretty good name. I think we can all agree. I think we can all get down on that name. Where are we reading these questions from? Because I don't see them. Travis emailed us a question list. Is that how he does it usually? That's yeah. how he usually does it. For the last it's, 275 episodes. Is it Bim Bam 276? Is that really what episode it is? I can't yeah. be right. Let's check the logbook. Are we ready to move on? Let me check the ledger. I'm checking the ledger. Oh my God, it's 276. What are we doing? Um, this is why people... I feel like when the, the magical art of sleight of hand was invented, it was for this very reason. Because neither option is correct, neither option's appropriate. You just gotta make that little copper bastard disappear. You put, you do a little noodling over your fingers and then you just sort of wave your hands and it's gone. But in all reality, you've just thrown it very far across the restaurant to a place where you can't hear it hit the ground. This, this, is, why, though I'm, this is why I've been banging this drum forever about getting rid of the fucking penny. Yeah. The penny has no Val, you know what I do when somebody gives me a handful of pennies? I throw them on the ground. 
Yeah. I would have thrown it on the ground outside. It's the one monetary, like, that is such a direct insult. Like, if you, if someone's like, can I, hey, can I have some change? And you hand them a penny. Yeah. You might as well just spit in the palm of their hand. And, like, let's, just, and let's just put this out there and let's just, like, let's just grab the, the tiger and put them right up on the table. Um, pennies is just a couple letters off from penis, and I hate saying it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And we all hate saying it. We shouldn't have to. I have to say penny. See, there I go again. I have to Can't say pennies. Say like I have to say pennies all the time. And sometimes I, I say that, and like children laugh at me. Uh, I I they pennies are the absolute worst. I think what you should do is leave it on the counter and just like tell them like, listen, this is your cross to bear now. Do the right thing and throw this in the garbage. Yeah, no, if you enough, know what? If enough of us did that, we would eventually run out of pennies and we could be done with this stupid currency. I think that it should be a service that they provide, right? That the cashier provides. In the same way that they ask you if you want a receipt, they say, do you want a receipt? And the answer is like, no, never. Why? Why am I going to need a receipt? Yeah, you're I right, a Griffin. I think that this is the real problem with the person, the cashier. Why did they hand you back a penny? Well, like, yeah, it's it's they but, gave you that chore. Well, they do that because they have to, right? Or else they get fired. No. There's a till. Well, no, no, no. There's a till at the end of the day. I have to balance it out. I'm saying we need to like yeah, but take there's the, like a dollar. There's a dollar lenience there. We gotta take this on in the Japanese style. That one doesn't. That one doesn't really fit here. Although they don't use the one yen too frequently there. But you take that penny, and and when they say, "Do you want your receipt?" You say, "Of course not." What am I going to use that for? And they say, "And do you want your pennies, sir?" And I'll say, uh, or, "Or it should just be customary that if I say, hold the pennies and nickels, nothing smaller than a quarter, my man,' then they know <laughs> what's up. Because I'm not going to use anything smaller. When, when, when we're we're all waging war against the penny. What's so fucking great about the dime? Nothing. I'll tell you what's great about the dime, oh, Griffin. Here we go. Ten of them, very tiny, very lightweight. I like it. I don't want that though. I, I don't like want it tiny than, lightweight coins. I like coins. it better than the penny. I like it better than well, the yeah. nickel. It's ten times better than the penny. And in trial. many ways, I prefer it to the quarter. No, fuck off. Now you're being a. It takes up way less space. You're being obtuse. Quarters are great though. You get a you get a quarter. You think I'm gonna do something with that? Maybe oh. you're gonna put it in a machine. Get a nice gumball out for yourself. Good you heft. Miss- Blueberry gumball. Just Maybe get really yourself enjoy. a nice little homie out of the machine, you know? Get yourself <laughs> yeah, a little homie. It. Get yourself a little sticky hand and use that sticky hand to, like, annoy your dad on the drive home. If somebody gives you a quarter, they're basically saying, like, hey, this is your mad money. Just go crazy with this. Get whatever you want. Hey, you know what? You've earned this. Thanks get for yourself, being you. Get yourself a psychedelic jawbreaker. Get two of these bad boys together and get yourself one of them sticky hands from one of the vending machines. And annoy your dad on the way home. Your dad's going to hate that sticky hand. I would say that to the question asker, just adopt the policy of being like, I don't need the penny. Just like say it. If he, okay, but he can't be the only per this, this person can't be the only person saying this. We all have to take a stand right now and say, hold the pennies. Yeah, but even do, saying I that, do. you have to say pennies. And it's not right. And it's hold not the one clean. Piece. Hold the bit. No, Travis. What what, now, Travis, you, I have to take umbrage, though. When you say I... You say the person should say, I don't need the penny. That's a crazy thing to say out loud because the inverse of that in your monocle. The inverse of that would be like, I need the penny. (laughs) Please, please don't skimp on the penny. I don't need the penny. You say loudly so everyone can hear you and then you leave. Yeah, it's like, yeah, who does? But I do need it. Okay, we're going to need it. We got to digitize this transaction, don't we? We got to have some sort of like little terminal that after you give them your money and a little screen pops out and it's like, you want those pennies? So you don't actually have to say the words. You can just like hit yes or no. Yeah, that's a that's an equitable solution. Oh, and then they hand you an envelope, and maybe it's got a penny in it. Maybe it doesn't. No one needs to know. It's like Schrodinger's penny. You know what I mean? That's yeah. nothing. You need to know if there's a penny in there or not. 
you've you've taken the inconvenience of a penny and then removed its its already slight monetary value. And the value of the pe- of pe- the penny has to uh, be exceeded by the value of the envelope, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. wild. Oh, very much so. They're going to oh, go out of business. Toot sweet. Okay. It's a profit deal. I get it. Japanese style. Let's get it going. Uh, Can I do a Yahoo? You're kind of like stepping all over me a little bit. Well, do we? Okay. Well, sorry. You know, we do one and one. Don't we? Don't always. Most of the time. This Yahoo was sent in by level 9,000 Yadrew Drew. Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew Davenport. It's by Yadrew Answers user Joshua Leal. Putting his whole name out there, and I've hacked him. I'm in. I'm into Joshua. Oh, I've got all his files. He's a dirty boy. Living just, the Josh life. Just kidding. It's mostly JPEGs of his trip to... Boca Raton. Boca Raton. Ooh, yeah. Found a, Found one of his... But in some swimming trucks. <laughs> Putting this on Tumblr. Thank you, Joshua, for your files. Sorry, we asked for what? <laughs> Thanks for your files, Josh. Josh. <laughs> Joshua asks. Why are people looking at my butt? It's not a nude <laughs> butt picture. It's just like some nice trunks. Joshua. Yeah, my, t- my trunks picked a butt Tumblr. I gotta know. Joshua asks. <laughs> Can you bring board games such as Monopoly onto an airplane? Huh. Can you bring board games such as Monopoly onto an airplane? I don't think he doesn't specify, and so I don't think he's talking about travel-sized board games. Let's assume not. No, because that would be not funny. Can you bring... Excuse me, excuse me. Oh, this, this, this is my carry-on. It's the board game Monopoly. <laughs> On one condition... Which if is you, if you are traveling alone. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> who wants to get in on this. <laughs> Come on, folks. Hey, I need row... at least three other players for it to be fun. Row eighteen. I know you feel me. I'll let one of you guys be the top hat. <laughs> um, that would be a little bit cumbersome, I think. Also, it would be a race against time. Monopoly's not a great example, I feel like, because no game Monopoly has lasted shorter than, like, six hours. Yeah. Um, it's good for international you know, flights, though. It I is. think one, one sweet thing would be is if you get one of the flight attendants into the game so that you have to ring your buzzer every few minutes and bring it back to your chair. Like, hey, listen, I don't need a warm towel or a fresh coffee. I just need you to go ahead and take your turn. Take we, your turn. Roll them, uh, roll no, them he bones. Guess the ballroom. It's not the ballroom. It's not the ballroom. Well, wait. What am I doing? This is clue. I'm not supposed to tell you that. You know what game would work really well on the plane? Connect what? Four. Connect Four would be great. Travis, yes, great travel game recommendations from my brother, my brother, and me. You heard it it's here first. It's very vertical. It's vertical. Yeah. It doesn't take up as much room on your tray. Those pieces aren't going damn anywhere, are they? <laughs> They're gonna stay locked. It's like a little little checkish prison, isn't it? Imagine if you were playing like chess and the person leaned in front of you, leaned their chair back and ruined the whole game. Yeah, that's done. That's not going to happen in Connect Four. My recommendation would be the hit game Don't Wake Daddy because yeah. there's nothing that would bring me more joy than to be on an airplane and frequently exclaiming, hey, <laughs> don't wake daddy. Everybody keep it down or you're going to wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. Maybe we could play Grape Escape or Crackers in the Bed. What's Crackers in the Bed? I think it's the one where you eat crackers in a fake bed. All I hey, remember is the title, Frank. That sounds like a sick game. Uh, knock, knock, knock. Hi, are you the captain of the flight? Yes. I Yes, I'm the captain. How can I help you? How did you get in here? That's not important right now. Could you pr- please try to keep the flight 
uh, uh, turbulence free as you have repeatedly knocked over the both the chandelier and the fireplace trap on my copy of 13 Dead End Drive. Jesus. And we're trying to enjoy a game of 13 Dead End Drive back me, here, and your turbulence is making it nigh impossible, sir. Me and my nephew are trying to play stack em ups. What is stack em ups? It's like when you go to Target to buy Jenga, but they don't have Jenga, so you buy stack em ups instead. And there's and, like animal faces on the block. Animal faces important. on the box, but on the underside of the box, there's sex suggestions. Are you playing this with your nephew? Yeah, we're just, we're not, you're ignoring the sex suggestions. They didn't have Jenga, okay? <laughs> I. Maybe you bring on a copy of Operation and just have like sunglasses so people know, yeah, you're that kind of guy. You can play Operation on a flight, no problem. Added level difficulty, no scope that liver. Reach right in there, pop it out. It doesn't matter how much the plane shakes, your hands are rock steady. You'll you do it staring wistfully out the window. Yeah, you don't, even, you don't even need to pay attention. That's how good you are at Operation. I'm flying to Hong Kong on Saturday, and that flight is 16 hours. Mm-hmm. Which I'm just gonna round up to a day. Yeah, 100. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a sky day uh, in, in, with the air people. And should I? I guess should I bring the game of life on board? I hadn't even considered it as a possibility, but I figure like if I'm gonna be on a day on a plane, if it's one of those day planes that they're gonna give you like lots of room to like spread out and you know do whatever, play board games. Are you, are you doing that that Air Emirates? Because they give you like a shower and stuff in that one. No, that would be very sick if that's true. Um, but I think I'm just doing like American Airlines or Hong Hong Kong Ugh. Hong Kong Great Flights. No shower in that one. <laughs> no, just no a communal bathtub. That's fine too. I can bring my floaties and balance a a, a copy of Risk on it or something. Don't you think it's about time that we? stormed into the offices of Milton Bradley and mm-hmm. Hasbro yes, and, and told them, hey, just because you've been making this beat-ass board game for a hundred years doesn't mean you need to keep making it because it sucks. Are we talking like, about Monopoly of, here? I'm talking about Game of Life sucks. Uh, Candyland, not even a fucking game. It sucks. Yeah. Battleship. That game is horseshit. Yeah, Battleship mm-hmm. sucks. Not very good. Candyland especially. It sucks. Cracker, it's not a game. F- fucking crackers in the bed. No, like, hey, the hardcore gamers agree. Crackers in the bed is better. Yeah, than Yeah, but risk. you have to keep buying crackers. Yeah, well, <laughs> right. you got to get the expansions. Yeah. Well, no, they're not expansions, Travis. You, you gotta understand get that, right? Soda crackers. You the, gotta get right, the Ritz crackers. The are, saltines. The saltines expansion. It's rare. You're just but, des- you're just describing crackers that you buy at a store. Yeah, that at a grocery game store. No, just like a grocery store, like a and you can play it with Grape Escape. <laughs> I guess you could play Grape Escape with real grapes, couldn't you? Once, and then your board's all soggy and sticky and ruined. You could play you? Mousetrap with real mice. Yeah, sure. You play Operation with a real guy. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, go for it. As long as we're saying dumb shit, cut a man. <laughs> just, just start just cutting what, on a man. Just, just say whatever dumb shit you want. Make them, take them to the factory. Mash them, smash them. Now they're history. Justin knows the Grape Escape theme song, so now that's in the show. Anybody else have anything that they know? Anybody else have any things they know that they just going to put in our show forever? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. I just don't want to lose it. You know. I I think. Have we tapped the whole board game thing? We've uh, we've preserved it in digital amber. Okay. Well, scientists in the future. Anybody? Let me say. 
Does anybody else know any board games that they can just say, no need for a joke, as we've already proven many times over in the past five minutes, just Mm -hmm. board games that you'd like to say out loud? Hero Quest. Yes. And that's the only one. Let's move on. All right. Here's another question. It uh, comes into us from a, a listener of our show. If you'd like to send in one, you can send it to mbmbam at maximumfun.org. Here's the question. God, I feel like shit. Woof. Yeah. Shake him off. Shake it off. My husband and I are from different parts of the country. Him, Midwest. Me, Southeast. And I find some of their food. (laughs) We're at war. (laughs) Yeah. I find some of their food nasty. The Midwest? Some of my in-laws come to see us for a holiday meal, and I'm wondering, am I supposed to make some of their traditional stuff, even though it's gross? Or, since they're in my house, is this a you-get-what-you-get situation? That's from Steamed versus Fried in Tennessee. How could you ask this question and not send some, like, examples, concrete examples? Um, yes? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about, like, a deep dish za? You talking about that Cincinnati chili? What are you no, talking never about? never make Cincinnati chili, ever. It's an abomination. Are they talking, like, maybe, like, potato salad? Like, what is the Midwest I, uh, Maybe Maybe it's something like, um, you, you know, your sweet potato casserole with the multicolored marshmallows on top. I don't have anything against that, mind you, but I can see where that might be off-putting to outsiders. What the fuck? Can I, can I ask a question? What the fuck is so great about Southeast food? What do you got? What do you got crackle in Florida? Oranges? Is that all you subsist Chocodiles? on? Chocodiles? Chocodiles and oranges? Is that it? Key lime pie? Key lime pie? That's not a healthy diet. You've just named three sweet things. I don't know what's in the mid. Like, can we clarify this for me? What is the Midwest? Like, is the Midwest is everything that's not New York, California, and Florida. <laughs> okay, got it. Now, what's the Southeast? Just Winston, Texas, and surrounding areas, right? Okay, that can't be right. Te- no. Texas is like the South South. Incorrect. I, I think here's what you have to do. I think you need to check in with your husband's family. So, so let's let's put this in context and say it's like Thanksgiving, right? Talk to your husband or to your in-laws and say, what are like three dishes that if you don't have will feel like an incomplete Thanksgiving? Yes. I don't think you need to like recreate their Thanksgiving whole cloth. I think that you just have to say like, you know, maybe like they always have green bean casserole. And if there's no green bean casserole, it just doesn't feel like Thanksgiving. Well, in that case, yes, you should have green bean casserole. When my in-laws came in town for Thanksgiving last year and Rachel and I cooked for them, I was like, welcome to welcome to my house. Welcome to Aaron's party. And I did <laughs> I did them I did them what I wanted. And then they liked it all very much because I was right. Like the food I like is just right. There is a there is a distinction here I think between like you can get away with at holiday time I think a lot of people can get away with like bad food that they traditionally eat around this time of year and it is appropriate and okay like uh, I would say if you just make good food that tastes very good I don't think anybody's going to grouse like maybe you do want to throw in a couple of their favorites just as like Pay homage and tribute. You, you don't have to eat them, but serve uh, them. Serve them in like a, a grody plastic cup. <laughs> just <laughs> so like they, a dog just, bowl. Yeah, just so, no, not that blatant, but like a fucking a solo cup, like a Men in Black two commemorative plastic cup you got from <laughs> Burger King. 
Also, listen, there's so like the internet is such a great resource to find a recipe that you like for a dish that they like. Where you can be like, oh, here's an iteration of it that doesn't sound disgusting to me. So I'll make this version of, you know, potatoes au gratin that they'll like because it's that. But I like it because the ingredients sound good to me. There are things like I'll give you guys an example around every Thanksgiving. Not around on every Thanksgiving. I forced, <laughs> Somewhere near Thanksgiving, I forced Sydney to make my mom's sweet potato casserole. Because right? it's Which the best. From it's okay, amazing. It is the best. It is amazing. Right? Okay. Let me t- let me just pump the brakes here for a second, guys. Do you eat this casserole any other day of the year? No. Well, no. I mean, the following Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Sunday. Friday and Saturday. It's like dope. You reheated. It. It's dope. We'll uh, we'll post the recipe for our mom's sweet potato casserole on the on somewhere on the Facebook maybe. But anyway, we don't eat it any other time of year, right? Why is that? Do you think? Like it, we, I really like it. I never think to myself, like, I'm gonna. Eat, I have to assume eat it's because it's like a special occasion. I like I don't have birthday cake on random Wednesdays. I guess yeah, but like if you really liked it. Why wouldn't you want it to eat at other times of the year? Well, it's it's only because if it's um, the middle of June or even late June and someone sees you eating a Christmas ham, <laughs> right. you'll be you'll be asked to leave the town that you're in. Mm-hmm. You'll be re- you'll be literally run out of town. That's in rail. the old town charter. Yeah. No Christmas hams in June. I, you know, it's a little bit of that special occasion thing. But you know what? Also, I will say this question asker when you get married and like there starts to be that like mixing of like family traditions and stuff, it's all about like what's our holiday now? Like what's our event going to be? Not what was it when you were 13, but what is it now that we're forming our own family? You know what I mean? And so this is a great time, especially if you're hosting it for the first time, to maybe try out some new stuff and maybe be like, this is a thing we're gonna have every year now if you like it. If you don't like it, we never have it again because it's very flexible and malleable and we can do whatever we want. That's and no fine and all, but we, the first time their their in-laws come in town, it's like, where's the creamy ham salad? <laughs> and you're like, oh no, no, we're doing our own thing. You're, you'll be asked to leave the town. Mm-hmm, Cause you've, yeah. disappointed, you've disappointed your in-laws so desperately. And then you have to move. You gotta make that creamy ham salad. Here's the recipe. You gotta go out there and you gotta get sour cream. The good stuff. No, wait, the bad stuff. The cheapest, grotiest sour cream you can find. I'm talking about 14 ounces of standing water on top of this piece of shit when you open the tub. And then you're gonna wanna get some ham. Again, this time actually you wanna splurge a little bit. Mix them all up. Throw in a little bit of leaves. Up to you which kind, my man. And then put it right there on the table and serve it with chopsticks in the traditional eating style. Sydney's grandmother uh, makes this thing uh, every Christmas Eve called frozen salad. No. And I, and I hate it, and I don't like to eat it with my mouth. But I, if it wasn't there, but every, year, but every year I'm like, hell yeah, there it is. What's up, y'all? What's up, uh, I feel comforted by its presence. What's up, y'all, son of a bitch? Of course I'm going to get a slice of you. Frozen salad? You cold son of a bitch? Get in here. Hey, we're just, a, just a, like a one sentence description of frozen salad. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm actually going to demand that you uh, do not tell us what frozen salad is because you just said the words, let me have a slice of salad and science PSA from your old buddy, Professor Griffin. Salad should not be served in slice form. <laughs> frozen salad, you see. Let's, uh, let's go I'm to the money. 
Gmod Jody, if you're listening, I, I'm into Frozen Salad. Gmod yeah. Jody, really looking forward to it. Highlight of the holidays. You're going to crush it this time. I feel it. Let's go to that Let's money, go to money zone. zone. Let's go to the money. Oh, I'm into it. My brother, my brother, me is supported in part by Harry's.com. You guys doing Movember? I, I, I mean, I've got a full beard all the time. I've already no. shaved. Um, it looks I, I, bad. I'm gonna, face. I'm gonna donate to Movember. I did Movember uh, once, and it was the year that um, I met my. It was, it was actually over Thanksgiving. It was the Thanksgiving I met my my in laws, and my father in law has this amazing mustache, and I was afraid that he thought I was like making fun of him. With my really bad mustache. I wasn't. I was, that is a long con to make fun of someone. I grew a mustache for three weeks. I grew, get it? I grew a parody mustache. But we were just <laughs> meeting, and like it could have been a power move. I don't know. Uh, anyway, the f- official partner of Mo- the Movember Foundation is Harry's, and they're going to be donating money to help raise awareness for men's health. Harry's starter set is $15, and it includes a razor, foaming shave gel, or shave cream, and three razor blades, plus free shipping. You can go to harrys.com for the $5 off the starter set with the code MYBROTHER, all one word. You take that $15, you're going to cut a third off of it for just 10 bucks. You can get the razor, the foaming shave gel, and three blades. Start shaving better today. You are really going to enjoy the Harry's shaving experience. I can guarantee you of that. And men, don't forget to get your prostate checked. While yeah. we're at it. While we're at it, get up in there. There's no, no, it's never too early. Get your walnut checked out. Scope that nut. You wear underwear every day? Sometimes. Mostly. Miannis understands that, and that's why they're dedicated <laughs> to creating the world's most comfortable underwear. Well, listen, I, let, I want them to sell me on the concept of even wearing the, the stuff. It's just like double pants. Uh, yesterday I did not wear underwear. It would have just been an impediment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you wore your long johns with the flap on the butt. Yeah, my, my supernatural pants, I call them. <laughs> and a dog, a dog ran into the house and tore off the butt part of your supernatural pants. <laughs> and and you- damn if he didn't steal my roast beef. <laughs> I spent all weekend making that <laughs> damn mutt. Get him out of here. Mama says. <laughs> tore, tore my best long john. Stole my recipe. <laughs> Had to put him down. What must, that dog. What, what am I supposed to snack on during my binge sessions of the supernatural? What am I supposed to even wear? <laughs> if you need something to wear underneath your best long johns, MeUndies has tons of colors and styles. And uh, it's the only place to get matching pairs for men and women. Plus, we all know paying for shipping sucks, so MeUndies has removed that from the equation. All orders and to the U.S. and Canada ship for free. Now, to sweeten the deal, MeUndies is offering you 20% off your first order at MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. I got a message here. Can I read it? Yes. It's, uh, it's from Sarah, a.k.a. Chugs. That's, that's C-H- chugs uh and it's to derek and chugs says to derek thanks for being the best friend a girl could ever ask for between doing incredibly sweet things like cooking me gourmet meals while i relax and listen to mabim bam and tolerating my insane family you're pretty much perfect here's to having the best summer ever 
2016, I hope. Uh, hootie who, Big D, hootie who. Hootie who, indeed. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like the inflection on that is like, because of the repetition, it's a little more somber and purposeful. Like, hootie who, Big D. Hootie who. Hootie who. Is that like what Carla said on Top Chef? What? Carla on Top Chef? <laughs> this next one I said. Carla on Top Chef Kevin, at this thing. Kevin, can you say uh, Carla on Top Chef one more time? Yeah. I'm pre- so- uh, just, to, just to be clear, pretty sure they're uh, referencing the Outcast tune, Hootie Who. Well, it could be what Carla said in Top Chef. Because she had a system worked out where if she ever got separated from her husband in a grocery store, she would just go, hoo hoo And then he would yell, hoo hoo And they would find each other like that. Like, like married echolocation. I really like that. Just food for thought. Ponder on it. Think about your own catchphrases that you can use to find your lost husband in a grocery store. This next message is for the McElroy brothers. Or, sorry. This next message is for the brothers McElroy. It is from Lieutenant Randolph and Dr. Claw. Happy birthday to the three brothers McElroy. Nice, nice. Since this day has so much fanfare, it was also chosen to be our wedding date last year. Like MBNB AM, we had a great sharing of wisdom among friends and family. And like MBNB AM, it was one of the best things in my life. Aww. Keep it up, guys, and we'll see Travis in LA. What? Watch out. <laughs> you will? <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled, motherfucker. Yeah, we didn't even talk about... Well, I guess we did talk about how it was Justin's shit birthday. Um, and my awesome birthday. Yeah, and I had a great birthday. I went and did karaoke, and now I'm playing Fallout 4. I ate a bunch of steak. Daddy mailed me a little present. He what? Yeah. Daddy mailed me a little present just so I didn't leave, feel left out. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's a little it's a little um, Hulk toy <laughs> from um, from the Avengers. It's like a little Hulk toy. And he squeezes his legs together and he flexes his big old muscles and he goes, Happy birthday, Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. We live in a world with too much media. You need a podcast on the front lines figuring out what's great. We're here for you. We're Pop Rocket. I am Guy Branham. I'm a comedian. I'm Winter Mitchell. I call myself a digital strategist. (laughs) I'm Oliver Wang, academic and disc junkie. Margaret Wappler, je suis as journaliste. (laughs) And we watch, listen to, and read everything so that you don't have to. And then we tell you about all the things that you'll love to love. Find us in iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Pop Rocket, every Wednesday from MaximumFun.org. Uh, some classmates of mine recently. You guys want to actually Yahoo? do a Yahoo? Do Yahoo? That's what I was gonna say. I sorry. Do you even want to keep doing Yahoos in the show anymore? Like, do you want to stop doing them? Well, that is what another part of the flavor that's been chomped so severely. I'm wondering if we need to like move. That on. one doesn't bother me. Like, we didn't like. We, we didn't, didn't invent Yahoos are dumb. Some people are sending us messages, and it's like I didn't program Yahoo Answers and get like a grassroots effort to build its user base. Yeah, but like a lot of people are tapping that Yahoo answers. That is that is true. Uh, sent in by uh, sent in by Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something has gone wrong. We're just gonna maybe refresh the page, see if data might populate. We'll see if this string, this text field, no. We're gonna call him Ranald, which is like Ronald, but different. Ranald, but more active. Ranald asks. How to convert sexual energy into sporting and athletic prowess. I've read that everyone is really just sexual energy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
correct? Yeah. Just sexual yeah. protons and electrons just bounce off each other, generating mm-hmm. electricity and stuff. Uh, I've read that everyone is really just sexual energy. I have lots of it and a really high sex drive. Wow. And I want to convert the energy so I can use it in my non-sexual physical endeavors. I do realize that when I'm horny, I seem filled with a lot of raging energy. (laughs) You wouldn't like me when I'm horny. Um, I seem filled with a lot of raging energy, but it's not there when I'm not. How do I control and use my massive sexual energy so I can be a super athlete? Oh, Ronald, you have to be so careful. You got to be careful, Ronald. If you channel too much sexual energy, like, say, onto the basketball court, you are going to be getting personal fouls left and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against the audience. Extreme, <laughs> extremely personal fouls. Against the viewers and the referees. Against decency. <laughs> Against a basketball shorts manufacturers. <laughs> no, I... Okay, I... I rarely defend Yahoo Answers questions, but I get where oh, a stupid no. person. No, think about like it, it's pretty common parlance when you hear like the boxers that like they won't sleep with their wives before the fight or their girlfriends before the fight because they want to like save it all for the ring. That always save all confused. that save all that dude juice, <laughs> right? But just that idea of like no, not before the fight. Really, really? What are you gonna do in that fight? <laughs> yeah. It Boy, would, will he be surprised. It, all it takes at boxing, you just mentioned the beautiful sport. Um, it's a game It's a game of, you know, that takes place in the, those fractions of hundreds of seconds. And, and you got to, like, they catch them off guard and you get that good hook in. And nothing's going to catch you off guard like a fucking raging hog inside <laughs> of those billowy, billowy shorts with your name on it. I think the key here is to just you gotta do a little bit of like, uh, like a, a fantasy projection, the secret mnemonic device kind of thing. Where mm-hmm. if you're, let's say you're on the track at the meet and you gotta run a hundred meter dash, at you just gotta rem- like keep telling yourself for pretend that at the end of that uh, hundred meters, there's a big old slice of juicy butt waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, that you'll be able to carve. Like if you're getting a touchdown and you got the ball, you just gotta pretend like you're running to slam it into a big old slice of juicy butt. Yeah, and you can do that with pretty much anything. You can slam now, a basketball into a big juicy butt. You know? Yeah, for sure. It is important when you get that touchdown that you then instantly remind yourself that there is no juicy butt there. Well, no, or you, have, you might why, get an excessive celebration. That's why most, most touchdowns dances that people do is actually just them looking for the butt. Where's the butt? Where is it? <laughs> oh, he's left into the crowd. Oh my god. Oh my god. You that's a Lambo. Oh, that's no. a Lambo leap. That's a Lambo leap. My pack more like, like Lamboner. Yeah, he's got it. Lo- looking for butt anywhere he can find it. <laughs> uh, I you actually shouldn't just con- prowling the crowd. And that's why after most touchdown dances, most sports athletes look so disappointed. <laughs> And then they have to cut to commercial instantly. Yeah. yeah. I, I You actually shouldn't break the spell until the game's over. So, like, after you're, you get a touchdown, you have to try to tell yourself the enemy team is trying to put their ball into your butt. Not your own butt, but your butt that you own. <laughs> your metaphorical your butt. Your metaphorical yeah. butt, the juicy butt that you own yourself. And and you so you got to defend the butt, and then oh, but like so like an offensive lineman to them the quarterback is the butt, and mm-hmm. they have to defend. Oh, got it. We will defend this butt, <laughs> and that's why they dump the cold Gatorade on the coach who has the most sexual energy. Oh yeah, because they're hey. trying to like kill their bone. Hey dude, fucking cool it, okay? <laughs> yeah. Coach, we get it. 
That's why everybody slaps each other's butts. Yeah. And so but, I guess hey, if you're, you got the butt today. If you're a defender then and you're rushing in to get a sack, that must be instant gratification because that quarterback looks like a big old butt and you just go diving right into it. <laughs> Griffin, are you just quoting Denzel Washington's speech from Remember the Titans? <laughs> you guys ever see somebody who's really good at curling? In their mind, they're using a giant brush to just polish up the juiciest slab of butt they could find. <laughs> oh my God, the whole sport <laughs> takes place on a big frozen butt? It's all in a big butt, and they're just polishing up the butt, and they're thinking, later on, I'm going to grab a fork and dig into this butt, but not until I get it perfectly polished. Oops. Fuck it. Perfect, perfect score, 20 points. That's why every NASCAR racer, if you actually, you, they, most of the windows are like fully tinted, so you can't see inside the car, because if you did, you would see hanging from the rearview mirror is like a novelty, like plushy butt. And, mm-hmm. they, the, the and driver, that's the carrot. And the drivers get confused, yeah, and they think, oh, God, I'm so close. They'll never get it, though. They'll never get that butt. Well, that's, I mean, that's the sad truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. They never never do. They never never get that butt. It's never worth it. It's so sad that our successful professional athletes never have sex with anybody. In in olden times, with car racing, they used to have a butt on, like, a stick that ran around the track that people would just put on the brakes. Now they have a HUD an electronic mm-hmm. HUD AR display to project a butt onto the windshield. Yeah. Um, you know how, like, and all of this is why Wilt Chamberlain was so bad at basketball. <laughs> right. Because he, he had to wear Google Glass with a picture of a butt on it. And he just used it all up. And he yeah. used it all up. It's just, do you know the original name of football? What they used to call it was Tumbling Cuckolds. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Something I didn't know. Some classmates of mine recently informed me that I overuse the phrase, oh, geez, whenever I'm surprised by anything. This is really weird to me because I've heard them all say it before until they let me know they're only saying it because they're making fun of me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's a good look. Since then, everyone I've asked. How do I get new friends? <laughs> it is something that only I say. Is, oh, geez, an okay catchphrase to have, or should I try to replace it with something else? That's from Need a New Catchphrase in New York. I'll point out. To the listener at home, because they would not be privy to this information, the, the question asker has spelled G's two different ways in this email, which makes me think that it's not something they use in written correspondence all that often. Or pe- it's more of a, a vocal vocal thing. Potentially, in that last sentence, they could be asking, because they spelled it G-E-E-Z, if it's okay if they change it to O-G's. <laughs> O-G's. Um... Uh, I think it's I, I like it. It's endearing. But then again, I, I imagine by the time we reach the end of this bit and we've said it uh, two dozen times, I will not find it endearing. I think that you should do your I think it's OK to have little little quirks like this. I think it's OK, especially you know what I like about it is that it wasn't forced. It wasn't something you decided, hey, I'm going to start saying this. Mm-hmm. It just sort of wor- wormed its way into your uh, your patter. You know what the problem is? And your friends took this away from you, your innocence. Because mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like the next year, when you say OGs, like you'll you'll click in your head, you know, right? You'll hear it and be like, I, I'm sorry. Like that's what happened when Justin told me, I say, let me throw this out too much. He ruined it for me for a solid year. Well, I'm back on it now. Other I'm people have to, now. if I wasn't defending our listeners from having to hear, like, to hear you say it all the time. If mm-hmm. it was just casual conversation between the two of us, I would not have pointed it out. I appreciate no, that. We put Thank out, like, professional so. radio broadcast. Um, people hear this? Can I ask you guys a question? I think nobody used catchphrases for, like, a wicked long time. 
Mm-hmm. Did Charlie Sheen sort of kick this whole thing off? Yes, Charlie Sheen started catchphrases. No, 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 no. I'm not saying uh, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Not. I'm not talking about Charlie Sheen on his hit show, Taftman. I'm talking about Charlie Sheen in life when he started saying winning about himself and then Ed, mm-hmm. like other people started saying winning and then they stopped pretty quickly. But I think that planted the seeds in everyone's minds of just like, you can just say a word and yeah. and have that sort of be your whole thing and then you can put it on you know shirts and sell it and make money and stuff like that. Um, and I feel like people didn't do this for like a really long time. Maybe back in the 30s they did, right? It would be like, shave and a haircut. 23 you can do. Yeah, and people will be like, ha, good one, Charles. Um, just confused. Charles Sheen Charles, Senior. Charles Sheen Senior, 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 because that was the, the name of the great-great-great-grandfather of that family, not Estevez. Um, you know what I mean, though? Is there anything here? I, I, <laughs> is this something? Is this something? Uh, I, think that, I think that it's hard to, uh, to, to, it's hard to catch these. Right, and like it's hard to notice them warming their way into your speech patterns because people probably aren't calling you on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know if if this bothers you, if 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 it bothers you that you say OGs, feel free to correct it. But I don't think it bothered you because you were saying it and just like living your life. Well, and here's the problem. Here's the, uh, here's where I think the catch is. If you have a catchphrase that's like you you burst into a party, right? And you're like, the party's here, right? And everybody cheers and it's awesome, right? That's your catchphrase and you walk in. Versus what this sounds like, which is like a vocal tick, where it's like, you know, something happens and your immediate reaction without thinking is, oh, geez, oh, geez, oh, geez, oh, geez, right? Then you're not in control of it. I just hit that where, point, by the way, where I hate it. Yeah, where I could see where that would be a little bit like disconcerting when you say it and someone's like you just said it and you're like oh did i oh i didn't even realize i did that can be off-putting i had this with hachimachi for a while yeah hachimachi hachimachi of course is an expression from the i'll use the word failed i guess it had a a couple seasons but uh john lovitz's program the critic uh, it was something that the critics said, Hachimachi. It began as a reference to yeah. the, the, that hit series. And at some point, it just sort of like got out of control. And then people would say Hachimachi to me. And I, I still think it's a pretty good thing to say. But I definitely think I started leaning on it too much. Our dear listeners will remember uh, when I, for like maybe two and a half years, like I, I couldn't go five minutes without just yelling, get that dick. Um, <laughs> and that was sort of like my personal brand i'll go ahead and call them what they were which is brand cuffs i just want to say i'm very proud and i i hope our listeners are proud of me in that i have done really well at following my new year's resolution of not throwing it off to luda as much yeah it's been a long time since i did it not on purpose yeah well uh, and then there was that one time that we were at a party and luda was there and you started to tell a story and then he started to tell a story like in the middle of your story and you were like oh no go please ludicrous go ahead yeah Continue, Ludus. Please, Ludus. I didn't mean. No, but you tell it better. Yeah, yeah. You tell it better, Ludus. No, you were you were there. Like you were on set with Paul. So go go. You go ahead. No, you you do it now, please. I just read it on IMDb. I don't. I wasn't there firsthand. Second hand. Second hand story. Luda tells it best. He does. Oh, he and he does the voices and like <laughs> like jumps back and forth. Like he's doing an HIDI, you know, he's like jumping left and right and talking to himself and it's his his the rock is spot on. It's better than, it's better it's better than the rock. 
Yeah. So head on. He's over. more the rock than the rock at this point. Head on over to maxfunstore.com where you'll find our new uh, Luda Tells It Best t-shirt <laughs> for sale in all sizes and colors. Should we wrap? Yeah, wrap we up? should. Yeah. Folks, that's going to do it for us on this issue of My Brother, My Brother, Me, a magazine, <laughs> apparently, that I, we print. Our zine. Our zine. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we didn't do uh, our feature on Bernie Sanders and his campaign, <laughs> period. I don't Burning it to the streets. Uh, but we, we will have a lot more fun and frivolity for you next time. So we hope you'll join us again. Uh, and we do want to say thanks again to MeUndies. Um, you can go to MeUndies.com slash my brother and to get 20% off your first order of the most comfortable underwear in the universe. Oh, my God. I want to say some quick thank yous to people who have sent us things to the East Coast. My brother, my brother, and me post.po box. Uh, Kyle sent us a lovely postcard. Sarah sent us a graduation notice. Robert sent us a graduation notice. Uh, got a save the date from Christy and Eric. Uh, Sa- Sailor Steve sent us a postcard. Adam and Shelly F sent us a lovely postcard. Dane and Sean sent us some uh, some sheets cards for my YouTube show, Things I Bought at Sheets. Kelsey slash Borf, it's her D&D name, sent us a, uh, a ghost horse book. Uh, Donna sent us some lovely socks and stickers. Remind me to get those socks to you guys. They're from the UK. Very Ooh. continental. Uh, and uh, Brittany sent me a bunch of crunchy bars, which are Canadian, I think, and have sea foam wrapped in chocolate. They were uh, very delicious, and I enjoy them very much. So thank you to all of you. And what is that P.O. Box, Justin, in P.O. case Box anybody wants to send you some? Huntington West, Virginia, 25706. Oh, and uh, to whoever subscribed that box to Western Horseman Magazine, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's always full, and I hate you. <laughs> uh, it's always it, full of eight issues of it, <laughs> and I have to throw it directly into the garbage. an hourly magazine? <laughs> like my brother, my brother, me, it's a weekly magazine. Release. Oh, shit. That's a, and I want to. If amazing. you would like to send anything to the West Coast box, it is PO Box three four one seven six nine, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero three six. Subscribe um, his ass. To yeah. Western Horse. Oh, I would love that. I, I don't own a PO Box for this specific reason. Um, I'm gonna actually say uh, if you're if you're hearing this, uh, hopefully we'll get it out today on Tuesday. Uh, please send in questions and Yahoo's if you usually do. Don't wait because we have to record another episode uh, sometime in the next seventy two hours. Because I'm leaving town for like 10 days, and we have to get one in, and I'm really worried that we won't have enough questions and stuff. So please send in questions, yahoos, uh, 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 Drew, Rachel, Zoe, Ira, the Uges, everybody, please. Jacob Locker? Jacob Locker. Come out of retirement, dust off your brain. Yeah, we, we need, he's actually sent some stuff in, I think. It's, I, I love all my precious children. Anyway, please send in stuff, because we're going to need a lot of it. And uh, if, you, if you know any hot shit in Hong Kong, Drop us a line, mabimbam, at, um, at, at uh, MaximumFun.org. No racist jokes, though. I asked on Twitter a couple days ago, like, hey, what's good in Hong Kong? I got a lot of racist jokes. Not from mm. listeners of the show, I'm sure, but um, just, you know, maybe keep that shit in line. Just a reminder, Candle Nights 2015 is coming up December 21st. It's a Monday in Huntington, West Virginia at the Big Sandy Superstore Arena. Tickets are on sale, bit.ly forward slash Candle Nights 2. I'm willing to bet at this point, uh, we haven't gotten the numbers yet, but I'm betting we've sold about 50% of the tickets. That's my guess. At this point, we'd love to see you there. It's our holiday spectacular. Um, Sawbones is going to be there. We're going to be there. 
it's in our hometown, so that's always fun. Last year, we were had a day named after us by the mayor, um, and we dressed up as ghosts. Who knows what fun and frivolity will happen this year, and we would love it if you were there. Go to candle. Uh, Go to bit.ly forward slash candle nights two. Um, I think it's gonna do it for us. Maximum I think that's it. Oh, is thanks is our network. Um, thanks to them for having us and go thanks to, to all the shows there. They're great. Yes, yes, and thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. We haven't done that, have we? What? No, Talk, no. Talked about it. You did great. John I spent a lot of time yesterday actually listening to uh, when I pretend to fall. I mean, you know what? I, what if we, for like the next few episodes, instead of recommending Putting the Days to Bed, which is what our uh, theme song is from, we'd recommend other great Long Winters albums. That sounds good to me. Okay. Um, also, just a quick reminder, because we got a couple emails about it this week. If you would like a Jumbotron, if you would like us to talk about you in the money zone, wish someone a happy birthday, talk about your website, whatever you would like, go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron to sign up. But just a word of warning, we're sold out for the next couple months. So if you would like something read in, say, January, February, March, now is the time to buy it. So don't wait, or it may be a little while before you actually get to hear your message. Uh, this final Yahoo was sent in by Aaron Kiz, or Kiss or Kiss. Thank you, Aaron. It's by Yahoo Answers user Anders, who asks... How to get a haircut similar to Joseph Stalin without showing the girl who cuts my hair a picture of Joseph Stalin? <laughs> uh, I'm Joseph McRoy. I'm Travis McRoy. That dick. <laughs> this has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad's square on the lips. Luda! MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'm Jordan Morris. The federal government has millions of dollars in programs and opportunities that you need to seize today. You're a taxpayer, right? Well, then you've got it coming. Thanks to Uncle Sam, you can learn to get grants for education. Learn to ride a llama. Print money the old-fashioned way. Force your dog to stop being so rambunctious. Make a souffle that sets and stays set. Mount the heads of your enemies on spikes. Grind your own corrective lenses using just rock salt and diamonds. For all of this and more, drop us a line. Don't wait. Right now. Jordan Jesse Go, 123 iTunes Street or wherever you download podcasts.